Good morning, brothers and sisters. Welcome to another episode of In His Light, an approachable Christian conversation podcast. I think this is our going to be our fifth episode. We, we record a couple back to back and launch them throughout the week, so I don't know how this will follow. But today's topic is uh, about a blessed brother that we lost, uh, Dr. Michael Heiser, and uh, he passed of pancreatic cancer. Uh, he had a battle with it. It wasn't even that long, was it, Dad? Maybe a year max, or was yeah, it less? It, was, it wasn't too long. That's a pretty rough uh, form of cancer. So aggressive, so aggressive and so fast. And he was actually making videos like on his hospital bed, having these little discussions. And the next thing you know, we kind of don't hear from him for a couple months. And then we get the news. Uh, but, Dad, why don't you just tell us a little bit about those for people who don't know Dr. Michael Heiser. Just... Uh, Tell about his his Christian worldview and 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 how much of a blessing he was for the kingdom. Yeah, I think uh, uh, for people that don't know who he was, he was he was a blessed brother that uh, he spent many years in uh, theological study. You know, went to many colleges. Got I think he had I don't know he might have had a doctorate. I don't know. Do you remember? John? Yeah, his Did doctor. A, I think he, he had, had a yeah, doctor. Doctor Michael Heiser. Everything. So, so he had all those stuff. So he spent years and years in study and, uh, and, and basically he just come to, he came across a passage one time in one of his, uh, studying that this brother had shared with him yeah, and he started <laughs> researching it and he came across some things that said, well, wait a minute, I've never heard of this before. And, and he was just basically taking a scripture, just saying that there, there's an unseen realm out there. He, by the way, he came up, that was one of his books called The Unseen Realm. Probably what he's uh, most known for. Yeah, exactly. It's Unseen Realm. And he basically was just going into showing through the Bible and through the scriptures, you know, how there's a battle going on and there has been a battle going on. There's been this grand plan, you know, that uh, has always been there. And uh, we've just, uh, especially in this later years in Christianity, we've kind of somehow just ignored it, you know, and just uh, kind of closed our eyes to it. At least that's what he's saying. He's saying, you know, but it's there and you got to, you got to, if you, you can either close your eyes and pretend it's not there, or you can look at it and say, okay, well, what does this mean? And that's basically yeah. what he did. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what happened with him too, right? Like, cause he was wanting answers and he couldn't find them. Right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. He was looking for the answers and he, he was just surprised that there was there was so little out there about the subject. And Literally so, nothing, right? Yeah. So he started doing some research on it and uh and and uh came up with some things. But he had a very he was a very blessed man. He shared uh freely what he learned, you know, uh through all his hours and years and years of study had many podcasts and stuff. And so he wasn't dogmatic about it, trying to say, Hey, you got to see this. He, he challenged everybody to research it for themselves and, and to check these things out. But he basically was saying, we just can't ignore it though, just because we see it and we don't understand it. We can't pretend it's not there. Some of these things. And so I think uh, that that's the thing. And it, he contributed that he had a very basic, simplistic view of, of, of the gospel and the message basically saying that there's, the one true God, Yahweh, and uh, and either you're for him or you're against him. When it comes down to it, that's was the bottom line. You're either for him or you're against him. And, and, and uh, he was and then he, he would go ahead. No, and then he just let everybody else, you know, go ahead and okay, explain what that means, you know. But he basically his basic message, I mean, in the, when it comes to the gospel, was either you're for him or you're against him. 
and but as far as the as far as the Trinity and Jesus salvation, mm-hmm. he was it, all of that lines oh, yeah. up with his with his uh, worldview, Absolutely. Uh, and and that's what was blessed about it is because he he did offer a not pushy perspective on these things. He was he said here this is what I found. Look at it. But his scripture always lined up and it always made sense. And it made sense a lot more than some of the stuff that we read that people just skip by because they don't have an answer for. So they make up some blank reason for it. I mean, he would go down and show you a logical explanation for it. And it all lined up with the Trinity, with the gospel, with Jesus Christ being our soul salvation, being the son of God, the, you know, you know, being a triune God. And he had scripture, though, like that made a lot of sense to back it up. That's what I loved about that, brother. For sure. But but dad, he wrote a note uh, and this just shows you how comfortable and and we just we all whether we admit it or not, we all have that little bit of fear of death because it's unknown. OK, so they're deep down. We don't know what we're getting into. And, and, and I say we all, but we don't, especially not maybe not all of us, but especially if you're reading this note, the comfort he has, the, the sure sureness he has with Christ and his salvation to be so close to his death. It wasn't long. I think it was a week after this, he died after he wrote this note, but he was confessing that he's going to die and that he's, he's telling us to keep going because it brought it so much joy. And I'm just going to read that note. And then dad, we're going to talk about, so stick around people. We're going to talk about why is it, why do we push these things away? Why can we not embrace the supernatural? And I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm talking about all of it. Yes, I am talking about all of it. All the supernatural. Why do we just not discuss it? We believe that God is, like you said, Dad, we believe that God spoke into existence the world. We believe all these things, but we just can't wrap our head around some. Why can't we? Why? See, Michael Heiser wasn't scared. He either, he told, he asked himself, and this was his testimony. He's like, either this is all not real or I'm missing something. And he went to find it. And he said, Jesus had to know what all this meant. And he went to look for it. And that's kind of what we'll talk about after this note. But I do want to give this note, and I hope as many people share this note as they can in this Christian body, because he wrote it to the Christian body, and it should encourage us. It certainly encouraged me. I am at the end of my road, late stage four of very aggressive pancreatic cancer. Nothing to date has reversed this tumor status. It has now invaded the upper GI and the stomach areas, causing slow, uncontrollable bleeding. No one on my medical team has a solution or knows one. During the latest endoscopy, an effort was made to cauterize as many of the bleeding points as possible, at least to slow down the bleeding. In essence, I am bleeding out at a slow rate with no solution. As you all know, when I pass, I will join the family of God and his counsel, to which all of us believers presently belong to, but not yet in its fullness. This is what awaits me, and I am glad. We will see each other in the future in unimaginable, glorious ways. I know this news is depressing, but you should all know I will die happy to have served the Lord and you in all the ways that I have. God has been very good to us, gifting me in discernible ways, and I think just as importantly, giving me me heart for the lay community, all of you. I desire nothing more than to empower all of you to study Scripture more deeply, to unlock the Bible for you in ways inaccessible to all but scholars. This brought me special joy. Again, that was Dr. Michael Heiser. And you could tell this man knew where he was going. And I mean, that is what we, that is hope, right? Isn't that what this whole life is about? It's hope. And, and it's, 
this guy did what we all should do. He trusted God so much that he said, there's got to be an answer for this. And which brings us to our point. Why? And I'm going to ask you, Danny, just what you think. Why why do you think we push away from this? Why are we scared of this? What's going on? The supernatural. Uh If we run into a passage like that, why do we run? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just as you guys said earlier that, uh, or as Michael said, that that was a topic that was just too weird, uncomfortable. You know, it's it's not it's not a message that's lightly received or, you know, the Jesus being present, you know, or having lived amongst us, that was already hard for people to accept till this day, you know, so to to think that there is, you know, some spiritual warfare going on, you know, that there is this unseen world that is literally around us at every given moment. That's also just another one of those super, super tough pills or truths to receive, you know, and, and it's really, it's really, and it's just as uh, your dad said that it's not something that was, uh, that he learned, <laughs> All of these things, what whatever knowledge we get of the word or of Christ, that's all revelation. It's all revelation. Because you can read the word and not get anything out of it. But when you have your heart postured, saying, Lord, I want your truth, all of it, every single bit of it, then these things will start to, th- this Bible will start to become alive. And you'll see that everything in it is, is true and that there is some purpose for a, even a specific verse. All of it, that there is yep. some revelation to it, some tr- no, all truth in it. So that would be my answer that um, it, it's all revelation and, and people have not yet received it because they have, they're not yet ready to be given that revelation. Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of my own testimony before I came to Christ. And it's funny, I've actually got two viewpoints on why supernatural stuff sometimes scares me and it and and or gives me concern. The when in the beginning, it was and it was actually not just supernatural, it was just all Christianity, period. Before Christ, I needed in my heart, I needed God to be true. I was terrified of dying. I didn't know what happened after I wanted it to be true. And sometimes I would stray away from even finding out because I didn't want it to be proven false. And that, and I think that's probably a thing for people. They're like, if I dig too deep, I'm going to find out something. And if I don't have a God at the end of this thing, what am I going to do? I have nothing, you know, and it terrified me. And that's the honest to God truth. And now as post Christ, now that I have a hope and I'm not saying people don't have doubts. This is what the Christian, and this is a, small side note the christian community we need to be more vulnerable and be honest and not just say that we walk around here like sunshines and rainbows 100 secure all the time because i don't sometimes i have doubts too still but to my point yeah. i mean it's part of the walk that's why we just got to hold these captive if we didn't have any thoughts to hold captive why would it say that in the bible so we just need to remember that we're all in the same thing but to the point is now the fear of the supernatural comes from I don't want it to be false doctrine. I don't want to fall into something I'm not supposed to, or God doesn't want me to do, or just fall off. I remember, you know, that that there's a narrow gate. I remember Laodicea. I remember there's going to be a complacent church, an apostate church, and I just want to be doing the right thing. And that, as long as you're not blocking yourself off, is is kind of a healthy thing. That's more like 
testing spirits, but that's just two views that I notice that keep me away from the supernatural. Yeah. yeah what sure about you? Seen in your walk that I'm sure that you've seen in your walk that now it's not necessarily a fear that there might not be a God at the end because now you're more solidified in that walk and you know, God Christ to be absolute. So right. you found and, a deeper and richer relationship in him and faith in him. Do becomes Exactly. And it becomes worry now about pleasing him correctly and, and going right. down the right path. Right. Uh, Dad, what, what about you? Why do you think people are so scared of this? Uh, even talking about or researching this, this supernatural. Well, I think uh, you, you guys spoke well about it. It's just that we have our preconceived ideas and, and we're all in the same boat. I mean, when it comes to it, there, everybody, nobody, no matter where you are with the Lord, when you came to, to meet him or whether you have or not, everybody comes with preconceived ideas, things that they've heard, seen, whatever. So you, you come with those preconceived ideas and that's why sometimes that's where it comes in that, Oh, why is that weird? Because of maybe some things I've heard or seen or are afraid of. So, so we come to that, but that's the reason why the Lord says, that's why it says in his word that the fear of the Lord is the beginning, beginning of wisdom. You've got to be able to come to God and respect him and say, Hey God, you know, I don't know all things. I mean, you literally got to almost come before his presence and just say, Lord, I don't know nothing. Empty, empty all these preconceived ideas out of my mind and in my heart. And let me just hear you. And that's what you've got to be able to do. And that's the reason why it was so blessed. Uh, Michael Heiser was such a blessed example because here was a guy that had all kinds, I mean, years and years of study, but he was still open enough that when he read something, he was able to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've never heard this before. What is this? You see, that's what I'm saying. We can be closed off and say, oh no, that's not true. Cause everything. No, you've got to be willing to be open to do that. But that just takes doing that first step of being able to be, be, be humble before God and say, God, you know, I respect you. You know, all the answers I don't know. Show me. But I think you guys hit it on the hill. The reason why people do not, they shy away from this is because of fear, because they're sometimes they've heard things and, oh, my, I got to stay away from that. I don't want to get into something that's bad. And so they're afraid of it. But that's not the answer really for anything in life. If you think about it, if you got if you're not sure of something, standing still is not the answer. <laughs> it's like we can stand. I'm going to stand here because because I don't want to go left or right because I don't know what's going to happen over there. But guess what? If you stand still, you're still going to get washed away. So, you know, you, yep. that's not the answer. The answer is not closing our eyes and ignoring that it don't exist. The answer is seeking a true loving God who is who's always going to keep us and never going to lead us astray if we're humble before him and be willing to seek him and have an open heart so he can show us things that maybe we don't know. Hey man, that, that was literally going to be my next question. Looks like the spirit's already one step ahead as always, but it, you know, people are going to say, okay, well, just let's go to the second fear of worrying about going the wrong path or, you know, false doctrine or stuff like that, or walking this either you're scared because you don't want to know, or you don't want God not to be true like I did before, or you're worried. And that's not the only two reasons. This is two we've talked about, or you don't want to go down false doctrine. What do you do to, to, to still not close down, but take those paths? And, and it's the word of God. It's what Michael Heiser did. He, he, he seeked the word of God. He found truth. 
he armed himself with the word of God so that when he came up to things that may not be real, he knew the truth because he had it with him. He trusted God. He said he did not say, go ask my, you know, he didn't say, hey, I'm going to try to figure this out or I'm not going to figure this out. He sought God and he said, Jesus must have known these things. And he went and looked after it. And that that's what we have to do. We do we do need to check these things out because what if it's here's another fear that you need to add to it if you're going to be worried about something. What if it is what God wants you to do? This is what gets me all the time. What if God does want us to engage in this and and to know this stuff? We need to ask him and we need to do it like we do everything with discernment and the word of God and the full the full armor of God. If we have that, God's not going to lead us astray. If our prayer is God, I want to know the truth. I don't want to know, I don't want to be led astray. I want you to lead me your path. What what answer do you think? You know, if your earthly father will give you, if you ask your earthly father for a fish, he's not going to give you a snake. How much more will the heavenly father give you? That's biblical. That's a little reference for you. <laughs> Danny, so what would you do, brother? If, I mean, like, what would you say to a person's like, man, I really do wonder about this stuff, this, this casting out demon stuff and, and all this other stuff. And I, I wonder about it and I see it and, and I see these brothers and sisters and they, when they preach, they preach truth, but I just, it just looks, Oh, I don't know about this stuff. How, how do you, how do I go? And I don't want to do anything wrong to make, you know, to make God mad. So how, what do you do? How do I go about this, figuring this thing out? I think just praying um, that the Lord take fear out of you. I think that would be the ultimate response to to this because yeah i mean you, you think about what's out there and there's some pretty you know <laughs> i guess for lack of a better word weird things <laughs> there is reason to have caution absolutely sure. we're not saying sure. don't have caution at all right there's so, absolute reason right so because but there is stuff out there that's real yeah, and and I've definitely come across demons, and and it, it's not, it's it's it'll, it'll put fear in you for sure. Um, but the hope is that we have Christ, and He already overcame it. And if we are in Christ and He is in us, then we are victorious with Him. So, um, I, I think praying that this the spirit of fear just falls off of us, and that we step into faith real faith and discernment yep yep i agree yep dad what would you say to this person that needed to uh did had an obvious like we said a good reason to be cautious but mm-hmm. we don't need to close any doors that god doesn't want closed how, how do we right. what do we how do we approach that dad well i think what you know there there's a reality we're just we're not walking in the light of the truth if we we want to ignore that that there are supernatural things i mean that's what i said earlier i said god created this earth by his word is that not supernatural enough for you right there i I mean that how how many of us can go around and just speak something and boom a whole planet and universe comes into existence i'm sorry we can't do that so i'm saying to to ignore that to pretend that there's not supernatural things out there is just to, just closing your eyes to the truth. It's not walking in the light of the truth. Right. So first of all, we have to just be real. We have to be real with ourselves and understand that. And like Danny said, it's very, yeah, it's, yeah, we walk with, with caution, understanding, but again, the reason why we feel weird about these things, because we, again, we've heard all these things. We've seen movies. We heard all these things that have defined these, 
these particular topics. And so we're a little freaked out. So we see a little thing like, oh my gosh, that's a demon. Oh my gosh, you know, I remember that movie I seen that, that did this and did that. You know what I'm saying? We don't realize how these things have affected our thinking. There's so yep. many ways that we think and we and we're scared of things sometimes. You know, you take a, you know, look look at a little child sometimes. If they watch some scary movie, then they have bad dreams at night. See, these things affect people. They you they affect you because you hear those things. They go in, and next thing you know, you're scared. Well, why were you scared? You weren't scared yesterday. Now you're scared because mm-hmm. something has come in and 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 put that in you. So that's what I'm saying. We got to realize a lot of the way we think and the things that we're afraid of is because of things that we've heard or learned or seen. And so again, going back to what I said originally, we just have to go before God, walking in the light, saying, God. I know you're a supernatural God. Nobody can create everything by the word of their mouth without being supernatural. So there are a lot of things I don't understand, but you know what? I do know enough about you from your word that you're a good, gracious, powerful God. And no, nothing's more powerful than you. And so that I can go to you and you can reveal these things to me and I don't have to be in fear of it. I have to respect it. Because the reality is the Bible also talks about, like when it talks about angels and men, it says that angels, he said, man was made a little uh, for a little while lower than the angels. And it speaks about them being more powerful than us right now. So there, there, there is a respect there. We don't go in there and hauntingly raise our hands like, like we're that. We're, we're, there's a respect there. But our ultimate respect is for God. We know he's above all things and he works everything according to the counsel of his will. So that's the thing we got to realize. We can't be afraid. That's what Michael Heisel did, Heiser did. He realized, hey, he wasn't afraid to look at other resources. He realized the word of God is the ultimate magnifying lens that we look through. But he wasn't afraid to look at other resources because these people back then made comments like that. I think it was in Peter that talks about it, reference Enoch. Okay, we don't accept Enoch as being the word of God, but Michael Heiser said, they knew about him. That's why yeah. they wrote it in the accepted scriptures about him. So, yeah. so what I'm saying, he said that they they were aware of these things back then. So, so they weren't afraid to look at those things, but they also realized that God is the one with the ultimate source of truth. And I, and I, that was Doctor Heiser's point on this. A lot of the times is is that yes, we didn't, we don't, and nor do we, nor did Michael Doctor Michael Heiser mm-hmm. accept. Enoch as as inspired scripture right. he he made that comment but right. Peter and the writers of the Bible they did read Enoch you know they did know about these stories is what i mean they mm-hmm. they knew about this stuff and 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 this thing and all Michael Heiser's point is and again it was to show you that look it it completely lines up it lines up with Genesis 6 it lines up with this it lines up with this world that we're going through it lines up here here and here and the more he searched the more he hear me the more he knocked on the door the more it was open. And he'll tell you that in his book. I mean, he was led through this and he kept searching and God kept showing him the truth. And it, it just all lined up. Uh, one thing that we got to understand is this: there is a battle, whether you like it or not. There is. And if you're really honest with yourself, it makes more sense than what you, whatever worldview you got right now with things that happen in this world. But you, we got to understand the point of the battle. The enemy wants us, this kingdom to not be pushed forward. He wants us dead. He does not. He wants everything about God gone. So if you're, don't you think 
that he would want you to think it's not real. He would want you to stay away. You're no problem to him. Just keep believing that I'm nothing and I'll just keep tearing your life apart through people. And you're going to blame people when it's not people's fault. It's me the whole time. And then you won't push the kingdom forward because you're not trying anything. So we got to remember their goal. Their goal is not to just like, it's like dad said, the movies, they're not just haunting our houses and turning on light bulbs at night. That's not what they're doing. They're trying to steal, kill, and destroy all the time. Torment, accuse God's children. And that that is there is a battle, and, and the battle is good versus evil, God versus Satan and his powers. That is what's happening, and we are the battlefield. Our mind is the battlefield, and then we, we got to wake up to that. So you don't have to go. I'm not saying go and, and, and do anything crazy or jump into anything you're not sure about. I'm saying ask God, show me what you want to show me. If there's something I need to know, I know I want to know it and be honest with God and he'll show you if you need to know. All we're saying is don't be scared. Amen. I mean, and I think, uh, you know, Michael Heiser would tell you that Michael Heiser wasn't someone that says, Hey, you got to believe what I say. He basically said, look, this is what I found in my research. And he laid it out there and let, let everybody said, now you go search it out, seek it out for yourself. He said, this is what I found. Go search it out. And I, I think that was the thing. And so when it comes to whether you believe all these things, the question is, can can we exist as a Christian and and walk this life without necessarily seeing all that stuff? Yeah, you can. But I think it's, it's still critical to understand if you don't know, because we've talked about this in a previous podcast about you've got to know who your enemy is, because that's an important thing. If you do not understand who your enemy is, you're going to be fighting the wrong battles. I think that's the reason why as Christians, sometimes if you don't have that, that if you don't have that overview of understanding from the heavenlies of what the battle is that's going on, you begin to see that person across the desk from you as being your enemy. That's not your enemy. Your real enemy is the spiritual powers of darkness. And it says this in this word very plainly. Our battle's not against flesh and blood. Guess what? That's weird. Oh my gosh, what do you mean? What do you mean? That's weird. You see what I'm saying? But the reality is it's true. God spoke it. That's the way it is. And if you don't understand these things and you don't really look into those things, you're going to be ignorant to the who your real battle's against. And so you're going to begin to fight against flesh and blood. And that's not where the battle is. But if you understand that there's another battle going on behind the scenes, the unseen realm, you're going to begin to understand that that's where our really battle is. And then you can really appropriately fight the real enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm glad you said that because, I mean, yeah, I guess you don't have to embrace it or look for it. But, man, things are going to make a lot more sense for you mm-hmm. in this world when you realize it. That's This is why whether or not certain specifics of what's done and what's not done, There is, I don't even understand how I would go about thinking without this battle going on because it's so obvious when you open your eyes to it, it's, it's all the time. And it's not just because you know, it doesn't mean it's easy. Like it catches you off guard all the time. And you have to say, Oh wait, that's, that's, that's the enemy. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. And the Bible Mm -hmm. tells us not to be ignorant of his schemes. Mm -hmm. So saying there is no schemes is, is ignorance, like the exact definition. So this is not to put anybody down. This is to open hearts. And and do it with God. Don't do it because we said it, not Michael Heiser said it. Do it with prayer and ask God to show you. If there is a battle, and you can put it as simple as this, if there is a battle going on and it's affecting your life, it's manifesting in your physical life, don't you want to know about it? And if the answer is yes, I hope it is, ask God, right? 
don't ask us. We're doing the same thing. We're praying and we're asking God, but it's, it's there, there's a battle and you got to know that I, to answer your question. I don't know. Can you, can you live without knowing it or without believing it? I, I mean, I guess you could, but it'd be tough. It'd be tough to make sense of things. Yeah. Right. I think it's just as, as, as your dad already said that we can just turn our eyes from what's really going on and live this conformed life. But what is that going to do? That's, that's, that's it's no hard good. to get to that. I'm going to need more time to, to answer that question. I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't really know how you do that. Question. That's a big question, but you know, I think that that has to be answered by each individual. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I just think you, you can live off truth certainly because God's truth is truth. And, and, and his word is, is so powerful, but I think without the spiritual aspect of it, you're, you're going to be, there's some, there's going to be some questions you can't answer. I think that's mainly the issue, right? Like if you go truly biblical and you know, God's truth and you know, Christ is your savior and you know, the, the gospel and you know, the meaning of salvation, you can live, you're saved, you know, you know, Jesus is your, but there's going to be some things like how, how does that work? How is this, you know, things that you can't really answer, which I think God wants us to know. You know, not all things, but he wants us to know. He he enjoys us searching him out. That's what he created us for. Mm-hmm. Acts 17 reference. He mm-hmm. created us to search him out. That's right. And all the while, he's not very far. Yeah, uh, and, that's, and that's so true. You know, John, I think that verse that we used uh, the other day when we were talking about that applies here equally when it says, do not despise prophetic utterances, but hold fast to what is good. So that's, that's what we're really talking about here. You know, go before God, be open for him to teach you through, through different vessels, if that's what it takes, but hold fast to what is good. Trust God to lead you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Amen. Danny, you got anything? Yeah. I know you got to get out of here. I was blessed. I was blessed. Yep. I really, I loved it. it. I love well, just it. for yeah, people, I want to, I want to let everybody know that we're, we're going to, um, on a future podcast, we're gonna we're gonna tackle the issue though of this. Uh, why does a righteous man perish, and no one takes it to heart? We're gonna we're gonna why does bad things happen to good people? We we want we know that's an important topic, and we wanted to really talk about it here, but that's kind of uh, we need a little bit more time to kind of go into that. So stay tuned in the future. We want to go over that and kind of share a little bit of that, so we can we can all have that that comfort and hope that we should have. And we, uh, it'll probably be a couple parter. We'll, we'll probably make it for a YouTube video, but we will post the audio as a podcast too. It'll be multiple parts. Uh, and for those of you guys don't know YouTube, we have a YouTube channel. It's white stone reward. Uh, it's our handle is at white stone reward, all one word. And we go into topical discussions. Now we have fellowships too on there, but here lately, we've just been kind of keeping our fellowships here on the podcast since we started this. And, and the ones we do on YouTube are topical issues with scripture on the screen. We go through the Bible. We walk through the Bible together and just kind of study topics because we do a lot of fellowshipping on this podcast and a lot of fellowshipping period and a lot of talking, especially me and my dad. But we are biblical. We, we go by the word of God. That's where we get it. That's where we go to check our information, check ourselves, check other people. So that's where we always try to keep it. And we we. We pray that you guys do that too. God, God's word, I tell my kids this, is your protection. You should be terrified of walking around without it. 
because the enemy knows it front to back and not and, and, and i'm not talking about just lying to you i'm talking about twisting god's word and get you on a whole different path that you should not be on believing it's okay and condoned by god so read the word uh dad you want to pray us out father we thank you again for this time that we've had before you we always thank you lord because in you are all the answers for for life lord and the wisdom to walk in we just thank you that if we just come to you humbly and walk in your light you will reveal all things to us that we need to know and you will keep us in the midst of everything lord you will keep us from the evil one lord but we trust you lord and we're open to whatever you need to show us open to everybody's eyes Lord, that they might see who our real enemy is, Lord. Open our eyes so that we can see the battle that's going on behind the realms and understand and not be ignorant of the schemes of the evil one. We thank you, Father. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. God bless. Say, have a good day. Talk yes, to you later, sir. Danny. Yes, sir. <laughs>